Hi, I'm Brian. And I'm Michaela. And this is Drink the Movies. A podcast where each week we try to recreate a classic movie drink and discuss the movie that inspired it. Thanks for joining us. Now let's drink the movies. Well, hello and welcome to episode 120 of Drink the Movies. I'm Brian here as always with Michaela. And Michaela, last night uh, we toasted, we celebrated, we cheers, uh, we cried, you cried, um, we laughed, uh, we got upset, we were happy. It was the Oscars 2023, the 95th Oscars. 95th. Oh, I feel about 95 this morning because I did not get enough sleep last night, but it was a great night. cocktail is a coffee. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. This cocktail is definitely caffeinated. Um, yeah, no, it was amazing. I thought this was a resurgence of all things that we love uh, about the Oscars. The Oscars were back in the big theater. Um, they listened to us, uh, listen to our feedback, and they put all of the awards back in, which was mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. great. Um, yeah. They also put all of the performances, and we can talk about whether or not we liked that. Um it was really, really great. They had a beautiful, like, 100 years of Warner Brothers kind of vignette that we got to watch, um, and that was really neat. Um, of course, their memoriam, which we are going to talk about. But, yeah, Oscars are back, and it, it felt it felt different than it had uh, done in the last couple of years uh, because of this theater and the space and the fact that um, no one was assaulted. It's really good. Really good. Good on you, Oscars. That's right. Yeah, we had a very traditional kind of a red carpet uh, entry there. He had the the full blown uh, gala. Uh, it looked great. Um, I don't. I don't know. It was, it was nice to have the Oscars back in its full glory. It was nice to have all of the categories uh, represented. Um, you know, it it ran uh, just shy of four hours, I think, but it didn't feel too long. It didn't really feel like it was dragging uh, too much. They cut out kind of the skits and stuff they had last year, which was nice uh, uh, to get rid of those. I uh, didn't care for those. And um, then, yeah, we had the the party over at your place. You set it up all fancy like you had a red carpet coming in, uh, which was awesome. You'd gotten the uh, Oscar like party pack uh, direct from the Academy uh, Museum store, which was pretty awesome. That had like a banner. It had these amazing little stir sticks that were like made out of like solid gold i don't know they weighed like a pound i thought they were gonna break my glass but but i thought they were pretty awesome uh you got me a little little tiniest marcel the shell that was my my prize Uh, i didn't deserve a prize because i'm gonna go ahead and get this right out of the way michaela you crushed me this year you absolutely demolished me uh you was you were i was like down for the count and you said no uh you kept kicking me when i was down uh as we went through the categories last night so uh hats off to you uh we are two and two now we're all square so the 96 oscars is going to be a going to be a bloodbath for us i don't know maybe there'll be slaps for sure but but congratulations to you uh do you accept this this oscar in honor of your win i guess i i thanks yeah no i i am really knocked out the only this is probably why i loved them so much is because everybody pretty much everybody that i wanted to win won so that that felt really good um i feel like uh you know we do some strategizing when we make these picks about who there's our favorites and then the people who we actually think are going to win and this mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. A lot of uh, the ones that I didn't get right, that you did get right, I was so happy to be wrong. Um, and um, so and we're, we're going to go into it right now. That's that's right. Yeah, we're going to go through all of the winners, um, uh, talk about those. But, you know, before we get into the Oscars uh, last night, uh, we're drinking coffee, uh, you know. Yeah, peek behind the curtain here. Uh, we're having coffee right now, but we're going to talk about the cocktails we had uh, last night because there were a couple of good ones. So why don't we do this? Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back to chat about our Oscar night cocktails. 
So, Michaela, as I mentioned in the intro, you had the red carpet coming into your house uh, for Oscar nights. So, you know, what better way to get the the party kicked off last night than with our red carpet cocktails? Um, we actually mixed those up back in episode 119, but we did that Moe Golden Glamour. Uh, it was really delicious. A really good way to get the get the evening started, get the red, you know, get the red carpet, get the feel, get the glitz and glamour uh, of the night going. But then it was time to turn it over to the Oscar night cocktails. And these were a couple of really good ones. They were really good. Um, we found these on Vegas Magazine, uh, so you can Google that. But uh, we did two uh, because there's two of us. Um, and why not um, at this point? So the this first one is called the Best Picture Paloma. Um, I really like that we did something a little bit different this year. So we did some mm -hmm. sparkling stuff. Um, but this has uh, an ounce and a half of Reposado tequila, which is really good. Um, you're going to combine that in a shaker with half an ounce of beet and orange juice. You can find that at a store that serves like fresh juices. Um, quarter of an ounce of grapefruit, half an ounce of lime, half an ounce of rosemary simple syrup. We're going to talk about how we make that in a minute. And then you're going to put that in a shaker, pour it into a Collins glass uh, with some ice, add an ounce of sparkling water on top, and then you can add a dash of salt water. Um, and that and 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 that's it. It's going to be amazing. We garnished it with a uh, dehydrated orange and a rosemary sprig uh, to make it look real fancy. It is bright red because of that beet orange juice. Really, really beautiful cocktail. Very different um, than some of the champagne style stuff that we've done for mm -hmm. the Oscars. But I really liked this one. Um, now, let's talk a little bit about that rosemary simple syrup. I felt very fancy because not only did I do the dehydrated oranges myself and I created a whole TikTok about that. You can go look at it. Um, the rosemary simple syrup is actually really simple. You take a couple sprigs of rosemary, you put it in your sugar and water mixture, and you bring it to a light boil like very light because <laughs> you don't want to burn the sugar um so you do that for about five ten minutes and that's enough that's all you need and then you just strain it put it into a glass container and chill it and you can use it for a couple of weeks um i thought that i was going to have to do some infusing of the rosemary over days and days and days you don't have to do that just heat it up uh it takes very uh, little time and it adds a really beautiful uh, sumptuousness to um the cocktail itself and the the when you put the sprig you can kind of inhale and smell the rosemary and then taste it in your mouth it's really lovely Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. We wanted to do something here um, that called on some uh, Don Julio uh, Reposado Tequila, which was the official uh, spirit of the Oscars uh, this year. So we wanted to to do that. And yeah, this is really good. A Paloma, just a basic Paloma is, you know, one of my favorites because I really like grapefruit juice. But this was really interesting. Um, Had that, you know, kind of beet orange juice, uh, kind of lushness uh, to it. Now, you might say uh, beet orange juice. What is that? I'm never going to find that. Am I going to have to make that? No. A uh, weird thing is... uh. Apparently your grocery store makes it for you uh, very randomly. Uh, I don't know, but that's uh, that's pretty good. And then, yeah, that salt water, you're just going to use a drop or two of that, um, like a little saline solution. You can just uh, just combine some water and uh, salt until that salt dissolves um, in there. You just... Uh, going to put a drop in there. It, think of it as like a, like an ingredient, like when you're baking a cake, you put a pinch of salt in there because it kind of sets off the flavors. Um, that's the same thing here in this cocktail because there's, you know, some different layers of different uh, fruits and acidities from those fruit juices and things. So it kind of makes that pop. So uh, you want to make sure you put a dash of that in uh, there as well. And uh, yeah, just to, just enjoy this one. Um, this one I liked a lot, Michaela. This was, this was pretty good. This was the first one uh, we did of the evening. It's 
gorgeous looking. It's this kind of lush purple uh, from that beet juice uh, coming through uh, there. The tequila paired really well with those uh, fruit juices, I thought. Um, what did you think about this one? Uh, yeah, you, did I loved the, it. you did all the hard work, uh, but what did you think? <laughs> I loved it. I, I thought um, it was a nice change um, and it was really good um, to start off with something uh, with with bubbles because there's it's sparkling water in it so it has a little bit of bubbles in it but it wasn't as kind of it wasn't like a dry brute tasting so this was a really kind of breath of fresh air when it came uh, to Oscar night um, but I really did like it I liked that it kind of reminded me because it's a tequila drink and it's it's got some of that acidity in it kind of reminded me of. Um, you know, like a, it's, well, it's called a Paloma, right? It's a best picture Paloma. It wasn't as sour as I thought it was going to be though. And mm -hmm. I think that that was because we only used a little bit of the grapefruit juice and just a dash of the salt water, but it really cut into that tequila really lovely. Um, it, it, it was, this is a good one. This is a good one. It's got a lot of ingredients. So I don't know if this is going to be like a Tuesday night thing for me, but I right, definitely yeah. think as, as the heat, uh, as, as things warm up in the world, um, and we get to summer, this is a great, like sitting by the, the, the pool kind of cocktail. If you're going to have some sort of fancy, um, if you're going to have some fanciness, because it's very fancy looking, it's very, very drinkable. It's completely accessible and it's easy to do. Um, if I could make this stuff, anybody can. So, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, brings a little fanciness to that uh, that typical Paloma. That was a good one. And then uh, to follow up with that, we did another uh, sparkling uh cocktail uh some sparkling wine this one calls for prosecco this is called meet me at dusk uh this one's really simple and a really simple way to jazz up uh your uh, sparkling wine your prosecco your cava your champagne uh whatever uh you want here but this one's uh pretty simple into your glass you're going to do an ounce of limoncello a half ounce of maple syrup and then uh just uh top your glass off with uh, with some Prosecco. I think the Prosecco has a little bit of sweetness, uh, which is nice. Um, uh, it's it's a little bit on the sweeter side because Limoncello has a little bit of sweetness, obviously the maple syrup, but you know, some nice kind of uh, depth of flavor there uh, from that maple syrup to cut against, you know, kind of the kind of the sweeter note um, of that Limoncello. This was, this was uh, uh, really good, uh, Michaela. We did a couple of champagne cocktails, obviously for the red carpet, but but this one was nice. It just kind of jazzed up, you know. Uh, you know, normally we'll just have a bottle or two of uh, some champagne or something like that, but it was it was nice to have a little bit of uh, different flavor to to kind of change it up, so you could have you know a glass of your regular sparkles, but then you know something like this, just uh, a little bit more character to it. But this one was uh, pretty good. I like this one too. Yeah, I did too. I mean, we you we poured it directly into our glass. Um, the only thing that I would say is I probably. Um, would have stirred it, <laughs> stirred the limoncello and maple syrup up a little bit. Um, and, and so when we went for our second round of these, uh, that's what we did. And to me, it just mixed much better. The maple syrup, if you're going to use a uh, really good maple syrup, don't use like, um, you know, like the, like the pancake syrup. I get like 100% real maple syrup. That's mm. going to help with the viscosity um, because it'll be thick, but it won't be too thick. Um, but you're definitely going to want to mix it um, so it doesn't kind of conglomerate at the bottom. So this was uh, really awesome. I don't know why they call it Meet Me at Dusk because uh, the Oscars didn't start uh, and, and until like really late for us. And then it ended up, it it, it ended at dusk the next day. It was the longest <laughs> Oscar uh, of our life. dusk in Hollywood, maybe. Yeah, it was dusk maybe, in Hollywood, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. It was three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I don't have any idea. I don't know. But it, this <laughs> was right. a really good one. And this one I would do 
on like a random Tuesday night, right? Because it's three mm -hmm. ingredients. It's super easy to put together. The only problem is, is that it's Prosecco, which means I have to open a bottle, which means I need to drink the entire bottle. Right. Mm -hmm. That's, uh, uh, I don't, I don't know about yes. that. I don't know about that. You can, uh, you can get those stoppers, put one of those in there, but something you should do. Uh, everyone should just have a bottle of limoncello in the freezer all the time. Cause limoncello is delicious. So, uh, those were the cocktails we got up to, uh, maybe there's a bonus cocktail, uh, in here. We'll talk about as we go through our, uh, Academy award winners. So, uh, winners, Michaela, let's get into that. So why don't we take a quick break? Uh, we're going to, uh, probably going to go uh, brew up another pot of coffee because there were a lot of these uh, Best Picture Palomas last night. So uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to run through this year's winners. Spoiler warning for the Oscars. A bunch of people won and we're going to talk about it. So if you've not seen the Oscars and you're hoping uh, that this that, that we're going to hold all those secrets. I don't know what you're doing on this podcast because we're definitely going to talk about it. Now, it is worth saying that if you had FUBU or Hulu, they recorded it and you can rewatch the Oscars if you want to go mm -hmm. and see all of the amazing um, acceptance speeches because I think this year the acceptance speeches are absolutely amazing. Um, I, I, I don't know if any one of them was boring or uh, they were all great. Um, so if you're going to do that, awesome. Um, but we're going to talk about every everything, everywhere, all at once, winning a whole bunch of stuff. So that's yeah. that's right. Yeah, absolutely. It did win a bunch of stuff. So, uh, Michaela, we mentioned at the top, it felt very much like a return to form for the Oscars. It felt uh, very classically Oscars again uh, last night, which was nice. Um, I had uh, kind of the red carpet there was broken out into a, a couple of different sections. So got some got some interviews, got some fashions. Uh, I don't know. What were your thoughts kind of of the uh, the fashions? Everyone seemed to be there wasn't anything like too like wacky and off the wall. Um, it seemed like everyone was uh, playing it pretty straight. Uh, most most of the men were uh, just wearing kind of a regular tuxedo uh, sort of get up. Um, uh, anything stand out in, in terms of like the dresses or uh, any any of the fashion choices, Michaela? Uh, yeah, there were a few. Um, let's see. Who did I, who did I love? I mean, I always love Florence Pugh. Um, I didn't, I didn't, I thought her choice of dress was really like, it had these poofy sleeves and it was like this really beautiful champagne color with like this very short skirt, uh, black skirt thing under it. Um, so she, you know, had this kind of me, me, I don't know, umpire wasted thing with a, with some leg. It was, it was really interesting. Um, I thought Rihanna looked amazing. Um, I want to say white was the color. That's what we kept hearing because a lot of people were wearing white. Michelle Yao looked like a, like an angel from above. She had this mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like, um, very sequined kind of flapper -ish. She is an angel from above. She, she is. is an angel. I mean, so she was just being herself. Um, but it was very beautiful, like white, um, lots of layers and ruffles. There was a lot of femininity around, um, some of the dresses, uh, Lady Gaga, I think was a very, she wore this incredibly bold choice. And I mean, we could all wish that we looked as great as she does in like see-through boning, bustier things mm -hmm. um she's in this dark like black sheer kind of bustier with a drop waist that was silk or satin all the way down and and she had these bright red lips so she was very like severe and uh, fierce looking and mm -hmm. um which was amazing because she took all of that off and wore like was makeupless in jeans and a t-shirt when she performed which i thought was also really a, a bold move and a bold choice so yeah those are my standouts i think and the the men 
and then wore a lot of tuxedos. And apparently I don't know the difference between a tuxedo and a suit. So that's right. What do you think? Uh, What were your favorites? Yeah. um, Yeah. I thought it was very much just kind of a, uh, return to classic very much kind of like the the award ceremony itself like i said it was just a lot of uh very lovely uh dresses nice tuxedos it felt like everyone was um not not playing it safe because certainly the the fashion was there but it, it felt very much like everyone was just you know wanna wanted to kind of return to form right i think you know once once we get to the 96th oscars i think the the fashions will go back out into more daring uh sort of territory but yeah i thought overall i thought that they looked great um the ones that we saw kind of on the on the red carpet featured uh there uh were wonderful and then we get into the award ceremony jimmy kimmel is back as we mentioned uh last week this was his third roll of the dice here as oscar host um back again and i have to say jimmy kimmel well done sir well done well done indeed i have to say that his opening act was probably the most enjoyable one that i've had since billy crystal Mm -hmm. did the last one i mean it's been maybe 10 i mean it's been a long time since i felt that the um opening kind of introduction to the oscars was both like serious and paid homage to nominees and was funny and um got some weird uncomfortability out of the way and like uh, just brought it all together in a really, and didn't make fun of uh, people uh, nearly mm-hmm. as much, like in a mean way. Like I thought it was really well done. Um, I really enjoyed the intro. So if Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel, if you wrote that great job, great job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was, uh, it was really well done. And he popped out a couple of times uh, to do uh, a little bit of, you know, kind of, kind of stand upness, but there weren't like the bits that we saw last year, which was nice. I was happy to get rid of those. It seemed like it stayed um, you know, pretty much on track. Um, I still think there's some room for improvement on ways they could probably streamline things a little bit. But like I said, it didn't ever feel really like it lagged um too much. Um I have I do have kind of one, I don't know if it's if it's even a complaint because uh this is really a double double edged sword for me, Michaela, because I really like seeing the performances for uh the best song. Um I thought last night I thought all the performances were were really good um i thought they all did uh, an amazing job um of course you know uh not to not to uh wins the oscar uh there which was which was really neat to see but um i don't know on one hand i like seeing them and i think that they're great but on the other hand it kind of feels like they're pulling the brakes on the award show kind of when they come out um i don't know i don't know how to handle it better i don't maybe they put them like in the pre-show uh, there, I I don't know because you don't see other performances. We talked about this last night. Uh, you don't you don't have Colin Farrell go up to uh, reenact scenes from Banshees of Inisherin, right? So why do we do the songs? I don't know. It's it's an entertaining thing, I guess. But but I don't know. Uh, what do you what do you think? What do you think about the uh, performances last night? Oh, the performances were great. I mean, uh, it was very hard to. We had already made our Oscar picks, but it was very hard to pick based on the performances themselves. Um, I thought Lady Gaga was amazing. Rihanna, just a, a vision as well. Um, and then Natu Natu, so fun. Um, it they, they were all great, but I, I understand where you're coming from because it does um, add a good a good amount of time. Because mm-hmm. when you're when you got five of them and they're like three minutes each, I mean that's that's a lot of extra time. But I also thought that they paid um, because there are ten Oscar nominated best pictures films and they have to like introduce each of those. I thought that was more jarring for me. Um, but I guess they have to do that because people hadn't seen them, and if you haven't seen all ten of them, you're gonna get lost. Um, 
at the end of the award ceremony and kind of knowing what 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 these films are about. So I, I don't know how I would prefer them to do it. I like seeing the performances, but mm-hmm. I, I it does add extra time. And then if yeah. the performances aren't good, um, we've definitely seen some in the past couple of years where we were like, oh, okay, well, that, that did not go well. So when that happens, it's a total downbeat in the entire night. So yeah, I, I don't know how they're going to solve that problem. I was kind of glad that they put them back in because I like to see them, but mm-hmm. it also, you know, I just got to realize that I don't know why they say this is going to be a three hour show. It's never a three hour show. It is a four hour show. And sometimes it's a four and a half hour show. It is longer than RRR. And we just need to accept it and move on. And just That's... just live with it. Just move on. Um, I will say they didn't uh, have a song that wasn't even nominated like when they did. Uh, we don't talk about Bruno anymore. Right. Uh, like a couple of years ago. But but yeah, they were they were fun to see. Um, I thought they were all really well done. And then we had the the award itself. And we don't want to have a four hour show here. Uh, Michaela, uh, you know, right. talking to our listeners out there. So let's get into this thing. Who won the award? So let's start off here. We've got the best uh, original screenplay and adapted screenplay. Original screenplay. Uh, the Daniels, uh, Daniel Kwan, Daniel Scheinert for everything everywhere all at once and sarah polly uh takes it for women talking her second in that category uh any thoughts here about the screenplays i know this is one of your favorite uh, categories here it is and i was really glad um if anybody previously listened when we did our you you picks uh, <laughs> previously on drink the movies that's right you had said that i could kind of change my adapted screenplay because i had picked all quiet on the western front and then i but i had not seen women talking yet because it hadn't come out i did see it i didn't change uh, my, uh, I didn't change my, you were this close. I was this close. I was, yeah. Yeah. When I, when they started going through the nominations, I was like, Oh, I should have, I should have changed it. And I didn't. Um, but I'm glad to be wrong. Uh, because I'm, I was so glad to see Sarah Polly actually take this one home. It was really, really cool. Um, everything everywhere all at once to me, it's like not a no brainer because all of them were amazing. All of the screenplays were great, but I mean, it's such a, original story just Mm -hmm. really cool so glad to see um and this was kind of a a, in this these awards happened a lot later than they normally do they're usually the first one or two that are uh done at the beginning of the awards show um and they Mm -hmm. were done much later um and so by that point the daniels had won a lot so it was it was good to see them back up on stage again you know (laughs) That's yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, well done uh, there to them. Uh, Sarah Polly, that that film is excellent. It's available to to check out now. And uh, you should because the, the writing on that is phenomenal. Um, what do we got uh, next, Michaela? We have the uh, best visual effects and best sound. Um, I feel like these are always kind of shown together um, and they uh, I don't remember. I think they were I think they were shown together when they came out and that was a different change actually because they would have dual presenters come out and talk a little bit and then you know give out the nominations and awards for like back to back so they did Mm -hmm. that with best actor and best actress um and they did that with visual effects and um the screenplays as well i thought that was a really nice way to keep things moving um Mm -hmm. but this this best visual effects um no surprise that avatar the way of water took that oscar home um I was really glad to see that we were all correct. Um, You know, James Cameron wasn't there, but uh, Sigourney Weaver and a couple other members of the cast were, and that was really good to see. And of course, uh, Top Gun Maverick taking home best sound, kind of uh, an upset for me. I was surprised, but pleasantly so. 
um, mm-hmm. on that one. Yeah. Yeah. What do you? What were yeah. your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. Um, the visual effects category, I really, I really liked. I thought, I think that they did a good job of kind of highlighting the aspect of the film as they went through the the awards. So, best visual effects was neat because they were showing, you know kind of like some of the behind the scenes and obviously a lot of it was you know cgi as they were building in you know the world of you know all quiet on the western front stuff like stuff like that but you know getting to see kind of the behind the scenes and what the people are actually doing to make the film uh look that way i thought that that was a really nice way to highlight it there um of course avatar was going to win that one best sound top gun maverick uh it sounds great Uh, of course you gotta you gotta sync those fighter jets up you know as they're flying across your uh tv screen there so make sure that sounds good is very visceral sounding and yeah, uh, kudos to the team there on that one. So what do we got next? We got a couple of short films here. Uh, let's see. We've got the best live action short film and the best animated short films, Michaela. So best short film live action taken by An Irish Goodbye. That was your pick there. Really well done. A little bit longer than the other ones, so told a little bit more of a complete story, I think, um, but really well deserved. That was uh, one of the highlights. Um, all of the speeches really were highlights, but that one was lovely um, as it brought, you know, kind of the cast up, the whole auditorium, saying happy birthday uh, to uh, that guy there. I'm going to look up his name while you uh, talk about An Irish Goodbye and uh, our winner there for the animated story. Yeah. Um, yeah. Irish Goodbye was I I picked it because I thought it was a much more complete story and it was longer. Um, it was great to see uh, it when I really enjoyed um, watching the best short film animated, uh, the best short animated film win as well. We were we both picked the boy, the mole, the fox and the horse. And so I uh, was glad to see them take that one home. Uh Again, the speeches were so great because you had both um, uh, these two really lovely gentlemen that were just very kind to each other, <laughs> mm-hmm. as you and you would expect nothing else from people who made the film uh, "The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse" because it basically is thirty-five minutes of a giant hug <laughs> with a cup of tea and <laughs> like love <laughs> and a cake and a cake and, and a cake. Yeah. And happy birthday, uh, belated happy birthday uh, to James Martin, uh, who played uh, Lorcan in the uh, Irish Goodbye. Uh, really, really great story. I don't know if that's available to stream anywhere, but hopefully it is because I think everyone should should watch it. Is a is a really good one. And then yeah, boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse. That was our picks there. Uh, like you said, it is it's just a little animated animated hug. It makes you feel feel good. It makes you feel optimistic about this world. And uh, we could all use with a little bit more optimism from time to time. That's right. That's right. Um, moving on to production design. Um, this was interesting um, because I think both of us got this wrong. <laughs> most, most people most people got it wrong. Only three people in our whole pick'em uh, got this one right. But uh, good job to those of you that did. It was all quiet on the Western Front. Uh, we talked in our uh, pre-show about how uh, it was probably warranted because there was a lot of uh, scope and scale and intimacy uh, designed into All Quiet on the Western Front. And yeah, took took the prize one of four uh, for the uh, the German film uh, there. So yeah, uh, well done. It it wasn't a surprise when they announced it, but it, it wasn't our pick for sure. No, no. So that was that was really awesome. And uh, and then we moved into best original song. We talked already a little bit about this. Um, Natu Natu took it away uh, with RRR. And I was so glad to see that um, because the RRR had not been nominated uh, because it wasn't uh, submitted for best um foreign film but the film itself it's very very long and i I will tell you but it is on netflix and it is worth your time 
Um, I really, really loved this. It, it was a very big surprise. Uh, I have to say when I finally, finally got myself to sit down and watch it. And the, the song is really great too. So. The song is great. The choreography on the performance was great. Um, it's it's worth having the extra fifteen minutes in the in the show for the songs. I guess if you get something uh, really fun and awesome uh, like Natu Natu, uh, that was great. So happy to see that one win. And then for best original score, uh, we had this one was a little bit of a surprise, I think, to a lot of people. But all quiet on the Western Front. It was not a surprise to you, Michaela, because you picked this one. Um, I did not, but uh, Volker Bertelman uh, was the big winner here for the original score in our films this year. Yeah. Yep. Um, again, I love the score. I, the very first kind of big horns, the, I probably totally screwed that up, but like that came in the first like five minutes, uh, Mm -hmm. of the opening and it just, it's haunted me since, I mean, totally to to me, it's, it was, it was awesome. So really excited. Yeah, I really liked that. Um, uh, we talked a little bit about that, and I, I kind of likened those three notes to more of like the soundscape of the movie as opposed to, um, as opposed to the score for it, um, which is probably why, um, I didn't pick it. Um, but yeah, that that you know kind of little three beat thing is is very jarring, and then as it gets integrated into that, we talked about that on our Patreon, uh, little bonus episode as we went through the best picture, uh, nominees. But uh, yeah, very well warranted. Um, you know plays a plays a very important uh role just kind of those those three notes it's very akin to close encounters right is that uh is that soundscape you know those notes absolutely you know very very vital um let's do a one more here and then we're going to take a quick break to mix up another uh cocktail michaela because we had a bonus one last night and we're going to get a bonus one today but before we do that best makeup and hairstyling uh we picked the whale the whale was the winner of course brendan fraser uh made up to the nines to play that role and played it pretty well spoiler warning but uh best makeup and hairstyling this one can be tricky uh from time to time but uh I don't know. A lot of a lot of good good picks this year, but I think the I think the whale. Good job. Yeah. Good job, yeah. team from the whale. Yeah. Good job, team from the whale. It's I think last year, um the eyes of Tammy Faye won, and I didn't I did not pick that because I picked something else. But then I realized that the whole film doesn't work unless the hair and makeup is correct. So that that's gonna be my my kind of strategy going forward. Um, and that's, that's basically why I picked the whale. And so, yeah, I was really, it was really beautiful that I love the, the, the time that they did spend showing for each of the films, the work that had to go into the makeup and hairstyling. It wasn't a lot of time, but Mm -hmm. it probably added a couple of minutes to the nomination kind of spiel listing out all the nominees because, and I think that's really helpful. Um, because a lot of times when we're trying to pick something, we don't know if, um, for example, if something is special effects or if it's the set design itself. So it, it, that's kind of nice to see, um, and help us, you know, understand as viewers, the, the art form itself and the work that goes into it and why it's so special. So. Right. Yeah. And, um, it was kind of interesting because as they, as they showed and went through the nominees, but they were showing, you know, the, the team there for the whale, you know, basically designing, uh, his costume, like on the, on the computer, right. To, to get his, uh, the way that he was going to look, you know, uh, having all that extra weight added on before they, you know, actually started, you know, practically making it for him to win. So I thought that that was, that was pretty interesting. And I love seeing kind of some behind the scenes stuff on that. And, um, you know, behind the scenes for our Oscar party, Michaela, we weren't done with two. We had a third cocktail because as I mentioned, Don Julio was the official, uh, liquor of 
uh, the 95th Oscars, and we had a bottle, and we decided that we needed to do uh, something else. So, Michaela, you found a recipe, uh, which is based off of one of my favorite recipes, uh, the Negroni. Uh, but this is a tequila-based Negroni, Michaela, and it was a tasty one. It was pretty good. Um, yeah, I thought to myself, self, what could we do with Don Julio Reposado? And myself said, Brian likes Negronis. No, that's that's not really what happened. I, it was a total fluke finding this. and But I'm so glad we did. And I'm so glad uh, that we had the three ingredients that we needed to be able to do it. So you're going to take an ounce and a half of your tequila. Um, we recommend Don Julio's Reposado tequila. Um, you're going to add that to an ounce of sweet vermouth. Sweet vermouth. That is not the same as dry that's right. Yeah. Sweet or uh, uh, sometimes called red uh, vermouth, but yeah, sweet vermouth. Yep. Yes. And then another ounce of Campari, or uh, I guess you could use Aperol. We uh, didn't have either. You had picked this up, this really beautiful bottle for last year's Oscar. Um, mm -hmm. And what was it called again? Yeah. So it's from uh, Leopold uh, Brothers, which is uh, based out of the U.S. here, but it was... Um, uh, an Italian aperitivo uh, liqueur. Uh, you can you notice them right away because they are this beautiful uh, ruby red hued uh, liqueur. Um, you know, just uh, just akin to a Campari. It's a really bitter um, uh, drink. Campari is is a very bitter um, elixir, but I absolutely love it. I'm a big fan of uh, bitter uh, tastes, and uh, this one's uh, one of my favorites. Yeah, no, and it was really beautiful. Um, I. I like a Negroni, but um, sometimes I can only do like one because it gets very um, bitter. This was the same because uh, I really enjoyed the one, but I don't think my 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 tongue cheeks could take the sourness <laughs> of the next one. So I only had one of these, but it was really tasty and it was really nice. Um, the tequila adds just a different, like a different level than what you would mm -hmm. normally, you know, taste. So it was it was kind of a sweeter is that is that right sweet and sour mm -hmm. at the same time um yeah yeah that tequila brings a little bit of sweetness to it um you know a standard negroni is uh, made off of uh with gin is the it's not really a base because it's equal parts but um yeah the tequila added a little bit of you know kind of that agave sweetness to it a little bit of that character from the the reposado that you know that aging uh there that it gets and yeah it was just a really nice uh, uh really really nice flavor profile so definitely give that one a try if you're uh, so inclined and uh i don't know michaela uh, let's get back let's get back to our awards now um i'm i'm cocktailed up i i drink my coffee um i'm mostly recovered i'm i'm going to go mix up a negroni while you go through this uh, next category here all right well just in time for best international feature film um so this um this was really tough because there were so many amazing films this year, but we were we were all right. Everybody picked this. Um, all Quiet on the Western Front totally cleaned it this year. Um, and it was a beautiful. I loved the acceptance speech for this. I thought it was really uh, very, very humble and very sweet. And um, the it just it it was really good. I was so glad that All Quiet on the Western Front received all the accolades that it did. So it it did really well. What were your thoughts? I mean, I don't think anybody was surprised at this. 
Yeah, it's it's hard to pick something else when it's also nominated for Best Picture of the Year to see to see winning. But I know one of our favorite films uh, from this past year, Close, was nominated. We both talked about how much we loved Argentina. Just all the uh, nominees this year uh, were were really good. And I, I always really like the international feature film uh, category because it, you know, it gets you to watch things that you will wouldn't have normally watched maybe i would have watched all quiet on the western front you know it was available on netflix as a story i was familiar with i might have watched that at some point but i wouldn't have watched any of those other ones so um i'm glad that you know the oscars you know spurs you on to do things uh, like that and you know expand your horizons uh which is which is uh, pretty fantastic so uh, all quiet on the western front there uh picks it up and we're going back to another one that was uh picking up uh, awards left right and center that is for best film editing everything everywhere all at once we talked Michaela that the editing of this movie was almost like a character in and of itself and uh kudos kudos to the team there what are your thoughts about the uh the pick here I was not surprised I think we both picked this um because you couldn't have you could not have watched this film without really beautiful editing um that was both smart and um uh, really heartfelt, I feel, because there's so much going on and being able to really understand the storyline and knowing what what universe we were in and what time we were in and all of that was really important. Um, so no surprise for me there. Um, I really uh, was really glad to see that we were right. <laughs> we were right on this one. We were right. Yeah, it, um, the editing and everything everywhere all at once is is almost perfect, uh, almost to a, almost to a fault, because it gets right up on that edge where you are about to be real confused. But somehow uh, they manage to reel you back in every time. They just let you they let you have that little pit of fear in your stomach that this isn't going to make sense. But they pull you back. They pull you back in every time, every time, and pulling you into some good stories. Michaela, we've got some documentaries on our docket here: uh, best documentary, short film, and feature film. So short film. Uh, Elephant Whispers was the big winner there. And for the feature film, uh, Navalny, uh, very, uh, very not a good tale, um, but very important tale, uh, for sure. And the Elephant Whispers, love that. Uplifting, I love, I love my animal stories. Good job, Elephant Whispers. What are your thoughts about the documentaries this year? I, um, so I got the short film wrong, um, but I was glad to get it wrong because that story is really lovely. Um, I I thought it was it, very uplifting, very sweet. Um, animals are great. And the, the work that's being done in India around preserving the elephants is really important. Um, so I, I loved that. Um, Navalny, uh, I picked that and I was really surprised <laughs> that I won um, just because you, uh, Brian, are kind of my go-to uh, expert when it comes to documentaries because you've seen so many more than I have. Um, I watch documentaries, but I never really got into them until, you know, the Oscar for the Oscars. And then I would only watch the ones that were nominated. Um, that's changed in the last couple of years. But um, but I when we had talked about this before, I think you had picked. Yeah, I'd picked uh, I'd picked Fire of Love. For that's my, right. Uh, feature. That's right. Um, yeah. Uh, to, to no avail because Navalny. Um, it, yeah. Like I, I mentioned, Navalny is is a really important story. It's it's important to um it's important to the whole world <laughs> i think right. that yeah. you know the stories uh like this are are told and exposed and uh things like that and yeah the elephant whispers was uh was just a, a really nice uh, little short documentary uh love that one too but that wasn't my pick i was i was over two on documentaries uh stick a sword to me i am done uh for documentaries i guess i have lost my i've lost my luster on documentaries i don't know i don't know for sure but uh we were kind of all over the board uh here um these ones really kind of split up our uh 
our Oscar pick'em was really kind of kind of split over the yeah. over the course of these, but but both uh both great stories, um, important stories. So glad uh, glad to see those two take home the trophy. Yeah, and absolutely, uh, when Navalny won, I loved seeing Navalny's wife uh, be uh, on stage and and send out a message uh, because. Again, this is this is something that was that has really happened. It's it's very recent. It's and so it's still um, happening. It's still happening right now, and uh, people need to pay attention. So it, I thought that was really wonderful. So that she was able to do that, and also incredibly sad and heartbreaking that it even has to happen. So, um, moving on to best directing, um, best director. Uh, so we, we we can talk about snubs and stuff uh, at a later time, but I thought that this was a really interesting, uh, the, the, the people in the nomination were really interesting. I think we both uh, picked uh, and were wrong because I think we both thought that it was Steven Spielberg's year um, just because it's Steven Spielberg and he's amazing, but we were wrong. Everything, everywhere, all at once, totally took it away. The Daniels. Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert uh, got back on stage to thank everybody again and just say the most wonderful things. And I, I love them. I was so happy for them that they won. And I, what, one of the things that I saw too um, was they panned out to all the different uh, people that were there for Best Director and they gave standing ovations. And that was really great um, to see uh, the, you know, the accolades given to them. So that was really cool. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they wrote the best story and therefore directed the best story. Um, yeah, I, I kudos to you. Um, you know, I'd mentioned it there with with the editing. Um, you know, the the directing is as a vital part of that. You have to, you know, you are you are laying a lot of stories and timelines down in that story. So to be able to uh, weave your way in and out and around this multiverse uh, as brilliantly as they did, uh, very well warranted there for for them for everything everywhere all at once for best directing uh what do we got uh, costume design michaela this is another one that we missed on but uh maybe that was rightfully so we've got black panther wakanda forever um i'm not sure i need to i need to look it up maybe you just did i think that it is pretty sure um 99 sure um but it is the same winner from the first black panther uh yes. film so it takes home the second trophy in the same film franchise so uh what do you think black panther wakanda forever costume design uh, you, you can't hate on it it's good good stuff yeah yeah, no, it was really good. Um, I I immediately regretted my decision once I picked uh, Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. I really love that movie, and I thought the the costumes were great. Um, but talking more analytically with you about it, it, it seems like creating creating costumes um, that are inspired by other things is probably harder than recreating ones that already existed. Um, and Unless so you I do think... Victorian England, you do Victorian England, you win the Oscar, but otherwise, oh, I guess that's you... true. I guess that's true. <laughs> but I, um, and I thought this was a nice, um, I thought it was, I think this was okay. I still feel kind of like everything everywhere all at once had so many crazy costumes that they, mm -hmm. that they, they could have, they could have edged out and taken it home. But I, I love that, uh, Black Panther Wakanda forever got some love because they did not anywhere else. Um, they didn't, I don't think they took, they think this was the only Oscar that they won spoiler warning. So, um, glad to see that they did that. And I love the, the woman, um, uh, Ruth Carter. She, uh, her acceptance speech I thought was really gracious and um, she's just amazing. And I was so glad to see, um, to see her. And she was, I love the color she was wearing. She was wearing like this radiant canary gold, yellow 
dress. It was probably something she designed herself. And that's always something, right? You always, they better look amazing. Every, every, every costume designer who wins better goes better, better look awesome when they go to collect their, their trophy. That's right. And I, I really liked they had the costumes kind of on stage and behind the, the presenters there from each of the uh, nominated films. So that was that was a pretty cool little touch there, I thought. So good job, Oscar uh, producers there. Uh, what do we got next, Michaela? Uh, We're going from costumes to cinematographers and best cinematography award goes to All Quiet on the Western Front. Um, It is vast and intimate and gorgeous looking. We mentioned in the pre-show that we we, you know, we watched it on Netflix. We watched it at your house, which has a very nice uh, home theater uh, set up there. But, you know, that that couldn't even do it justice because we saw it then on the actual big screen, uh, the preview for it. Um, and I'd I'd forgotten, you know, even on your impressive setup, just how vast the scope of this thing was and how, you know, tightly <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> saddeningly intimate <laughs> that it was yes. as well um uh it's beautiful stuff no surprise to me here all quiet on the western front but uh what'd you think about this one um i had picked this i i believed in it uh from from the beginning i was really glad to see it win um i've done a lot more research in the last few years about what what cinematography is and what it isn't <laughs> and um you know 1917 also won best cinematography so I feel like that was the only thing that I was worried about was that we were we were giving in to uh the the quote-unquote war film cinematography kind of um mm-hmm. that that it's really hard to watch so it's obviously it's gonna it's gonna be great um but the, I think for for what took this one away was like you say the vastness but also some of the really tight shots that were very very intimate and sweet and saddening um this did both um and so it definitely um yeah it was it was striking and I was so glad to see it win that's right yeah absolutely so that's the winner there what do we got winner wise for best animated feature film uh Michaela no surprise here to us that is Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio uh edged out our favorite little shell Marcel the shell you got me Marcel the shell though so he's gonna be my little buddy uh sitting on my desk forever now to to console me and remind me that it's okay that's right um yeah uh, I love Guillermo del Toro's speech at the end, um, when he got, um, and he let other people talk first, which is great. Um, that's so gracious because he's, he's won some Oscars before. So, um, that was really nice. Um, and I think we talked about this. He is the very first director to have won, have a best animated feature film as well as, uh, taken home a best director oscar for a non-animated film so um really special Mm -hmm. yeah that's right yeah guillermo del toro ticks a lot of boxes um out there and you know dips his toes into a lot of different different things and different stories and i his version and telling of pinocchio is beautiful um you know we talked about it on on an episode i i really really liked it and um you know uh unfortunately at the, at the expense of marcel the shell but you know what marcel the shell would tell us he'd say good job pinocchio i loved your movie because marcel the shell is the best uh and now we are into um not the big ones uh we we said that last week these aren't the big ones but if you go to if you go to google right now and type in oscars you're going to see who won these next five oscars so uh go ahead michaela lead the lead the way here as we go through all the right ones. so um best supporting best actress in a supporting role um this could have been anybody's game there were so many amazing um there were so many amazing nominees um but uh, Jamie Lee Curtis took it home, our scream queen from Halloween. Who would have thought 
that she finally got her, an Oscar. Um, and she didn't believe it either. Um, it, her acceptance speech was so sweet. Um, and I, you know, she was so emotional and so overcome, uh, overwhelmed. And that was really um, beautiful to see that she uh, tried to extend this and say that this is not just, it's not just her. So that was, that was really great. Um, because it's kind of, it's kind of hard um, since uh, she was, she had made everything everywhere all at once with Stephanie Sue, who was also nominated. And so you always feel like maybe there's a bit, I mean, cause there's a healthy competition, but also, um, you know, that, 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 that could get in the way of a friendship that might be there if you work together for a really long time. And, um, but it, it looked like that didn't happen. Uh, Stephanie Sue looked really pleased for Jamie Lee Curtis, which is, which is great. So really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, her acceptance speech was, was, beautiful and and heartfelt and and moving as she kind of broke down with the uh weight of the the night kind of kind of came in and started sinking in on her i loved her um kind of re reaction thing she posted on i think it was on her instagram uh when she found out that she got nominated and how excited she was for that and yeah to take home the the trophy and uh i mean yeah you have to say i all of the all the performance here and this one were great but jamie lee curtis lays it to bear in that role uh for sure for everything everywhere all at once so uh impressive stuff there let's uh switch it up to the actors in a supporting role here we're going to uh, give our award to uh, short round, of course, uh, has on his slick shoes, maybe. I don't know. But Kehei Kwan, everything, everywhere, all at once is the winner. Uh, so happy. Like, he was, he, I was so happy seeing his red carpet uh, speech. He was overjoyed. He's like a little kid up there. Um, it was amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it was great. Um, talks about dreams, talks about how he always wanted to uh this was a just a dream come true and this is an american dream i he's just such a a breath of of beauty and love just beaming on that stage and it was it was really lovely and he you're right he did he was that he was that person uh during the red carpet um which is ours um people were kind of trying to press him and say hey you know if you do you have a speech and he's like i'm just gonna live in the moment i'm just gonna live in the moment he really did and it was it was so great. And that performance, if you have not seen everything everywhere all at once, um, spoiler warning, we're going to talk about it next week. But um, uh, if you've not, you have a week to see it before before we record. Um, you should, because he is absolutely amazing in it. Um, and for someone who was, quote unquote, uh, kind of disappeared from the movie scene and then come back, um, this th th just amazing. He's still got it. He's always had it. It's awesome. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, congratulations to him there. And speaking of people that were, uh, you know, kind of off of the acting scene for quite a while, best actor in a leading role, that is Brendan Fraser from The Whale. Uh, you know, back to to win. I loved uh, seeing it uh, here for all of the Brendan Fraser uh, support. I had picked Austin Butler because um, I was going with my head here um, and not with my heart, uh, but I should have went with my heart and my head because Brandon Fraser was incredible in The Whale. I don't know why I don't listen to myself sometimes, but uh, congratulations to him. I loved it. He, he seemed so nervous uh, up there on that stage, given that speech. Um, it was it was incredible, and I loved it, and I was so happy for him, happy for him to be back. Uh, hopefully this opens a, a million more doors for him to do other things and uh, do whatever he wants now, because now, Brendan Fraser, best actor in a leading role. Congratulations. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um. I, yeah, I, I can't say anything uh, that you didn't just say. So 
So this was the toughest competition I feel for us. We talked a lot about this last week. Um, we were going back and forth. Is it going to be Michelle Yao that takes it home? Is it going to be Kate Blanchett? Is it going to be Michelle Williams? Who's it going to be? And Michelle Yao, uh, to no one's surprise, I, I mean, looking at this list of the you pickums, everybody said it was Michelle Yao and they were all right. Um, she took it home uh, looking stunning. Her, her speech was beautiful. Um, I love when people talk about their parents um, and they thank them for all the things that that they they did to kind of get them where they are, especially in an environment like uh, acting, because that's a hard, it's hard to watch as a parent because uh, you're pretty sure your kid's going to throw your life their life away uh, and starve to death. Um, but this was really amazing. I was so glad that she got it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely yeah both uh both thrilled uh for her she was the queen of the evening uh absolutely i think this was the most uh the most deadlocked on our our oscar pick on my i think this had the highest percentage of people getting this one right so michelle yao everything everywhere all at once lands the trophy for best actress in a leading role uh rightfully so and we're going to talk about how incredible she is next week as we talk about our best picture winner who won the top prize this year michaela Everything Everywhere All at Once won. And it, apparently it was no surprise. I think everybody in our Oscar Pickums picked this. I mean, almost everybody did, um, which is crazy. Uh, there were so many good films this year. I mean, there. I, I really think that out of the 10, I think nine of them, I was like, oh yeah, that that th this is amazing and this is totally totally gonna win uh while i was watching it and then uh and then you think of the whole scope of the 10 and you're like oh okay this is this is really hard because they're all super deserving and really great um but yeah everything everywhere all at once it's like the cinderella story of a little kind of uh a24 kind of uh movie house film um that's that that was made it was written for it's interesting it was written for a man and then it was rewritten for michelle yao and she's amazing in it and the whole story just comes together and i don't know why we were surprised by the end of the night it was like just give it to them already because they'd already won three acting oscars they'd won best editing um they, they'd won best screenplay i mean of course it makes sense makes sense for it to win that's right. Yeah, it won uh, seven Oscars in total um, for A24. Uh, the Whale also was an A24 film, so that's two more Oscars there. So it won uh, nine Oscars uh, A24 did last night. So a great showing uh, from them, uh, you know, kind of this little independent uh, uh, movie studio who uh, does just some some wild and uh, incredible things by all accounts. And uh, yeah, this was, uh, I don't know, I, it wasn't as a surprise from a stance that, you know, kind of the general consensus going forward was uh, that this was going to win. But sometimes when that happens, uh, you, you think that that's probably not going to be the case. Um, and the Academy goes a different way, um, especially things that came out earlier in the year. And if if you'll go back in your time uh, machine, Michaela, with me, uh, April 8th, this thing came out. Uh, it, I don't know, it came out on just like 100 uh, movie screens, and then it just kept going and going and going for months and months and months. Um, and I saw this closest to release time i went to the theater and saw it and do you remember what i said michaela i said make sure you go watch everything everywhere all at once because it's going to win all the oscars and it did win all the oscars it did you were right and i didn't listen to you um i didn't listen to you when it came out in may i didn't listen to you when it came out uh in the fall um I finally listened to you when it did get nominated for everything. And then I watched it and was like, wow, you're totally right. So in a way, Brian, you did win. <laughs> that's the that's Oscar right. pick I, 
I'm kind of like I'm kind of like the manager of the Oscars. So if my team wins, <laughs> if if Drink the Movies wins, then I I win. I think so. I get yeah. I get some partial credit for that maybe. But but yeah, I mean, uh, very excited. We love it when when the film that we love the most and that we think is the best film uh, both come together and win. That happened two years in a row. Now, Michaela, are we going to go for three in a row? Uh, last year we got Coda. That was that was our our heartfelt pick for last year at one. Uh, this was our heartfelt pick for this year uh, and at one. So hopefully we can keep that streak going because it's always great when a film. That that everyone seems to universally really like wins the Oscar. Um, you know, so, so great job there. Um, and we had a lot of fun doing our pick them uh, this year, Michaela. That was kind of the order we went in, by the way, if you're very confused as to why we went in that order. Uh, that was our Oscar pick them order. So, Michaela, by my final tally here, you took uh, 17 uh, correct choices. So, good job. That is a really good, really good. Uh, I did not do uh, quite so well. I had 12. That's okay. That's okay. The average for our Oscar pick them was uh, 11. So I was, I was above average, so I brought the average up a little bit. But uh, someone really brought the average up because they got 18 right on our Oscar pick on Michaela. That means they only got five wrong. 18 is pretty good. That is pretty great. Uh, and it uh, we should, we're going to be reaching out to them and uh, getting them to send us uh, their formal address so we can send them their swag bag. Um, but before, before we do that, um, we do have an Oscar. There is one that was not discussed yesterday, and uh, that is for Best Podcast Partner. And the Oscar Ooh. for the Best Podcast Partner goes to you, Brian. Uh, because it goes you to our do spouses all... <laughs> for letting us watch movies that That's, they don't want to watch. That might time. be actually, <laughs> that might be true. <laughs> That's Best Podcaster Spouse. That's the mm, next mm, one. Mm, um, yep. But yeah, so um, yeah, thank you for doing all the work, putting together all the you pickums. I say uh, to anybody who will Listen, that I I do all the fun stuff. You do all the work, um, and you also have fun. But you do a lot of the a lot of the work, a lot of the heavy lifting for Drink the Movie. So um, thanks very much, uh, and for being for being the best podcast partner. Yeah. Oh well, thank thank you very much. I accept this award on behalf of uh, Drink the Movies and the Academy. So uh, thank you very much for that. We did get to do some other fun stuff too. Um, we did our Oscar pick them again. We had the a record turnout. Uh, this is our third year doing it. It's grown every year, and uh, we love seeing that. We love getting people's picks and you know having some having some chatter about what they what they think is going to win stuff like that that's always a good time it's always fun getting the prize package put together and uh this year was our first year doing it with our our patreon it's patreon.com slash drink the movies we went through we did a little recap uh kind of mini episode about all the best pictures that was a lot of fun we did a patreon hangout last night that was a ton of fun uh we did that we talked about you know mixing up some cocktails talked about the oscars talked about tv talked about you know all sorts of stuff it was just uh fun to hang out and connect with the you know the people that you know are enjoying what we're putting out there so loved doing that and loved uh loved doing the oscars and now i'm gonna love not watching oscar films for a minute at least <laughs> for a little right. bit right but dude I, I know you're gonna see something and you're gonna do that thing that same thing again you're gonna send me a text and be like this is gonna win all the oscars and i'm gonna listen to you this year i really think i'm gonna try and uh and listen to you more so that i'm not watching 54 <laughs> films in six weeks uh but we did it i'm so proud of us we yeah we did do it we got through all the films again uh this year it was uh it was less of a sprint this year we did a, we did much better but yeah happy to have kind of that time behind us but you know all oscar films are not behind us because we're going to be back next week to talk about this year's best film everything everywhere all at once uh we're going to mix up a fancy cocktail for that no doubt we're going to have to find one of those to pair up with that's probably going to have some sort of everything bagel incorporated into it i don't know can't be for sure uh maybe hot dog fingers i don't know uh maybe not those are kind of gross 
grossing me out, but uh, to be honest. <laughs> so, uh, but we're going to be, we're going to be back with our regular episode uh, next week, talking about everything everywhere all at once. So you have a little over a week because this is coming out early, I think, in theory. Um, so you have a little over a week to go watch it, rewatch it, let us know what you think about it, hit us up on the social medias, let us know what you think about the Oscars, and we'll probably talk about that too. But I don't know, Michaela, the Oscars have come and gone. I'm tired. We were up late last night. and Yeah. Uh, we had pizza, gonna, so that was good. You put yeah, out some nice charcuterie for us. I love that. So. We did, we did. Um, you made your amazing... Uh, buffalo chicken dip which is so great we should just do that once for a lobby bar we should be like this is the this is the hangover cure (laughs) because it's real good for anybody that gets hangovers um no it was really fun it was a fun time uh really glad that we that we did it all and uh had a good time It, it was good and i'm gonna save all of the oscar swag that we got in our box uh for next year so that's even better that's right. Yeah, absolutely. We got the got the swag there, and we're going to get the swag sent out to the winner of the prize pick'em. So thank you, everyone who uh, took the time to enter that. We're blown away by the response we got, and um, on social media as we got into our Oscars uh, here. So thank you very much for that. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed the 95th Oscars, and uh, stay tuned. Next week, we're going to be back with our uh, regular episodes as we, uh, you know, decompress a little bit uh, from that. But I think we should sign off, uh, Michaela, with the awards of one KH. Kwan, dreams are something you have to believe in. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time on Drink, Drink the, movies. the Movies. 